How's everybody doing this morning? It's our last day together, and I'm excited to hear what you guys have come up with. No pressure. Um, but uh, So this, this is going to be your time. We figured that it would, the timing would be better served if, if, if you shared your paragraphs, and then we, we, we knew how long of a block we had at the end. So that's why we're doing it this way. Um, so we just want to start, okay? Please, yeah, yeah, come, come up here, or is that how we're going to do it, or would you, would that be easier to do it where y'all? Yeah, be, okay, less nerve wracking. Okay. Jesus is both the Christ, the Son of the Living God, and He is my friend. He doesn't keep bad things from happening to me. He doesn't keep me from making bad decisions. He doesn't live my life for me. The one thing he does is walk beside me. He listens to me when I'm happy and when I'm sad. Nothing can separate me from his love. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Good morning. Um, Matthew um, is cementing some of what I've already known, but he's put it in he's putting it into concrete for me, and I'm grateful for that. But I'm going to describe who Jesus is for me, and he's so much more than I can write in a paragraph. But he is Emmanuel, God with us, God with me. Who am I? I am in him. He is in me. He is the righteous one, my righteousness. He is my king. I'm a part of his kingdom. He's my priest, the one and only sacrificed. He was born to die for me. Because of God's beloved son, I am his beloved daughter, and he delights in me. My dependence is on God, not myself or another. I'm blessed. I was poor. Now he has made me rich. I've mourned. He's comforted me. He is my gentle healer. He has touched these blind eyes and I see. I hunger and thirst for righteousness and he continues to feel. Freely I have received his hesed and freely I will share his hesed. He has given me a pure heart. Through and in Him, I've seen God. I know that as I journey through whatever this temporal life brings, I am blessed for the kingdom of heaven is mine. I will think eternal and keep my mind on the one above as I go as His reconciled representative on this earth. I am blessed and will be glad and rejoice because heaven is my home. He has prepared a place for me to be with him forever and ever. Thank you, Lord. I'll tell you next door. <laughs> for, uh, uh, Michael, you posed two questions. Who is Jesus to me, and what's my identity in the light of Matthew? I picked one word. Uh, maybe I played with it a little bit. Fulfillment, uh, different aspects of this. And uh, I wrote this. Matthew's focus on fulfillment is possible 
to me only because there are four separate gospel writings and not just one big gospel by one person. We need a separate focus on fulfillment of prophecy to see that Jesus himself is a fulfillment of prophecy. All of Scripture's fulfillment, completeness. I need reminding of that. But what about fulfillment in my identity? I've never thought about this till now. But it's not, not completeness, that's not me, nor any of us maybe. Fulfillment to me means growth, growing deeper, and my attitude toward that. Do I like that? I love it. That's what fulfilling, fulfilling is. He only gives what me, what I can handle. Like the 12 lunch buckets after feeding the 5,000. I learned that new today. It's wonderful. Now, if I want little or none, that is fulfillment and growth, he will just give that to me, little or none. And if I don't desire to grow and deepen, I won't. That's been true for me in, in past years. If I could only grasp how wonderful fulfillment feels or is, I would be given even more, more as much as I can handle. Thank you, Lord. So who is Jesus for me? I realize I will know myself better, what, I, what he designed me for, the works prepared in advance for me to live out, which is to bring glory to my Father as Jesus did. I will know myself better as I yield to the one in whom I have my identity. And I have to get my head around the fact, even as the earliest believers struggled to get their heads around the fact that Messiah was not there to solve their political woes. And the fact is that I was made for a kingdom not of this world. Nor is my Lord going to submit to my expectations or shield me from every instance when he doesn't exercise his authority over painful situations. So, who is Jesus for me? I think Matthew clearly confirms he's everything. Jesus' identity to me, he is my Savior, of course. He fulfilled Galatians 2.20 by allowing me to be crucified with him. He's the debt payer of my soul. Jesus allowed me to have a real father in heaven to replace the earthly father who failed. Jesus became the great storyteller of my life. He completed and is, is completing the rest of God the Father's story for me. Jesus bears the past for me when Satan continues to remind me of my past sins. Jesus repairs the breach that existed so long between my Heavenly Father and me. Jesus shores up the cracks in my spiritual foundation through the presence of his Holy Spirit, and through the small tasks he's given me in his charge, allowed me to return interest. More than anything, Jesus loves me when I do not love myself and graciously allows me to communicate that love to my country church. I did my uh, identity. My journey is God's journey. He guides me to the foot of the cross, where I lay everything down at the feet of Jesus. He leads me into storms to teach me and mature me in Christ. What he tells me in the darkest places of these storms are what I remember the most. It is the proof to believe. 
But when my eyes see things that don't look like his promises, I become blind and look through my spiritual eyes, watching and waiting and ensuring for the Lord. With the keys he has given me, I can intercede and see people walk free from the chains that have them bound. For my life is not my own, but his. He invites me to walk in his hesed and use his, this cracked clay jar so his hesed flows out to reach those in need. Freely I receive, freely I give. I think of all, the, all that you have given me personally during this time. I think this assignment was the um, most precious of uh, what you've given to me. And you built a vehicle, um, but at the end you gave me the key. And I really appreciate that. And whenever I get to speak, or I'm going to keep this in mind, um, rather than a testimony time or something like that, this is, to me, far more valuable. Now, so what I, wrote is, what I have written is uh, short, but it took a long time. <laughs> Because he is, I am, I am his. Because he calls to me, I answer to him. Because he is the fulfillment, I am fulfilled. Because he is hesed, I am blessed. Because he is who he is, I am not who I was. Because, therefore... Jesus, God's holy son, the only one to die for me, I'm free. Jesus, the risen one, with my heart, who my heart won, gives graciously to me. Jesus, when all is done, no need to run, he carries me home free. To me, Jesus is the perfect example for all of us to follow. Jesus lived a humble life that placed others first in everything that he did. Mark 10:45. Being the son of God, there's only one way we should he should have been treated, and that is as royalty. Instead, he was constantly being tested and also treated as dirt. He continued forward because he knew the plan God had for him, a plan to fulfill the prophecy so that he could be crucified to save us sinners from all our sin. Mighty to save, God gave his one and only son so that we could have this eternal life. He is the epitome of a counselor. Any questions on good moral behavior can be resolved from looking at his own life. His patience he just demonstrated with his disciples is perfect. Since he came in flesh form as you and I, there is nothing we cannot relate to with him. He set the perfect standard and did not sin. His authority rings throughout the Gospels, sending people away trembling with fear and reverence. He was love. He was the new standard with came, which came to fulfill the old orthodoxy. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can expect eternal life with God the Father in heaven unless we accept Christ and we let his teachings be a lamp into our everyday lives. What a friend we have in Jesus, my rock, my Lord, and my Savior. Shalom, y'all. That's how my pastor starts off his Sunday mornings every Sunday. <clears throat> Having been raised a Jew, my salvation was my second chance at eternal life. I've gone from being a member of the tribe to being part of a loving family. Jesus has taught me humility, compassion, and how to love those who don't love me. God calls us to love as he loves. He is my father.
Yeah. I, uh, as we've gone through the book of Matthew, I feel as if I have been able to connect with Jesus on the most emotional level. When I look at the situations he was faced with, the lack of rest, the large crowds always wanting or desiring something from him, I see that he was an, an extraordinary human being. His patience and compassion with the needy crowds is, is remarkable. It blows me away. Uh, he always has the time to help those in need, even when he's tired, he's sad because of John the Baptist's death, he's frustrated, and his compassion is, is never-ending, and it's unbelievable. Even after the death of his cousin, he is still willing to help those that need it. The biggest shocker to me is that Jesus is dealing with the same emotions that, that we face every day bodily fatigue and weariness it just shocks me because i thought that the son of god wouldn't have to stoop down to our level in, in that sense that he's he's just the ultimate sacrifice my identity in christ cannot be answered apart from who he is he is the son of god who purchased me redeemed me from the slave market of sin by his voluntary death on the cross to pay the penalty for my sins. My identity is only complete, however, because I accepted the free gift of his salvation. My identity is that I have been adopted into the kingdom of God after my redemption. I am a child of the king, a child of the creator of all there is. I am a prince. We really do not understand the full meaning of being a family member of the kingdom. Matthew speaks of the kingdom because all who heard it we're very aware of what it meant to be a kingdom family member. There is a journey from the slave market to the palace, so that journey requires perseverance. As I began my trek to the Overlook today, yesterday, I found myself getting tired early on, and I had no idea how far into the three-mile journey I had come. I soon, however, saw a trail sign, you are here, two miles to go. I realized I was a third of the way there. I pressed on, still tired, but now knowing how far I had come, soon I saw another sign. I expected there would be more. Before I knew it, I had reached the last 150 yards to go trail sign. Having those markers would be there, knowing those markers would be there, gave me strength and willingness to continue. I will, of course, reach my final destination to my inheritance as a member of the royal family because God is leading me. What I've learned from our study of Matthew is that in the journey to the palace, there are even more trail markers than I had seen in the past. Those trail markers should energize me even more to overcome the tiredness and weariness of the journey. You're going to hear that again. <laughs> Who do you say that I am? You are Hesed with skin on. You are sin forgiver, underdog lover, kingdom ruler, heart healer, fear taker, peacemaker, storm calmer, truth teacher, eye opener, hope restorer, strength giver, hand holder, dead raiser, light shiner, lost finder. You are my redeemer, my king, my savior, my Lord, and my God. Jesus is Hesed to me. 
He chose me before the foundation of the world when there was nothing lovely in me. He's had mercy on me and sought me like a shepherd when I've strayed. Mm. He's had compassion with me during suffering, sitting silently as I cried out to him, sometimes in confusion, sometimes frustration, and sometimes anger. In his loving kindness, he has blessed me with answered prayer, not because I needed it sometimes, but just because I desired it. Mm. Jesus is the bridegroom who's patient with me. He knows I'm not yet ready to rule and reign with him. He teaches me like a rabbi that I might learn to know him more fully. He protects like a mighty warrior when evil is near. He's the lover of my soul, more patient with me than godly Joseph was with Mary. He doesn't harshly demand things of me, but lovingly draws me to his side in his ways. Mm. Mm, Good, good, good. Hey, Michael, I'm glad you're following this and not me. Any, anybody else? Is there someone who's... One more? Here, Shelly, right here. Okay. This is going to be awesome. I, I don't think so. You know how it is when you, you say, well, I'll read mine, and then you hear these astounding yeah. things, yeah. and you're like really humble. And that's how I feel. So I'm just I'm reading it because no one else is raising their hands. <laughs> I want to say, um, this is describing who Jesus is for me. <clears throat> Jesus is unfathomable, yet real to me in an astounding way while in this earth suit. His agape love is not comprehended since I know what a chameleon I am. Once praising God, next judging a person. How can I not be really chastised? Jesus' love, care, concern, provision for me is eternal, both when I was not saved as well as now, a child of God. He has never failed me. He's wiped my tears in forgiveness and anointed me to invite others into his kingdom. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Ah, uh, <laughs> Bill. I have studied the book of Matthew with new eyes and a more tender heart this week. More than anything else, I've been reminded that my Christian identity must be wrapped around the identity of Jesus. If I truly want others to believe that he is the Messiah, I must live a life that mirrors the loving kindness and mercy shown by Jesus. Clearly, if I claim to be a Christian, it must be evident in the way that I treat others. Mm. Like Jesus, I must always show Hesed. It is difficult to define but Hesed is receiving more than I deserve. And the words, consistent, ever faithful, relentless, lavish, extravagant, unrestrained, and basically the furious love of our Heavenly Father. It is like his agape love, constantly showering his children with amazing grace, boundless mercies, and his sheer loving kindness to all of us. May God bless myself and all of us to always show Hesed. Mm. I just wrote words, mm. um, not sentences, but I put um, purposeful, crypt. This is about Jesus. Mm. Purposeful, cryptic, perceptive, personal, pastoral, 
manly, an integrator, Messiah, Son of God, deliverer, and authority. Mm. Good. I keep looking for someone who's not making eye contact because that's the person that still has something to read. <laughs> okay. Here. Matthew answers the greatest question we all scream to know. Do I matter to God if I can't perform as well as I know I need to? Mm. It appears that a cry for mercy and a response of simple faith to Jesus' call brings us relief from the old kingdom's demand and makes us intimate friends with the king of the new kingdom. He even pays my temple tax. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> Jesus is my everything. He is my everlasting savior. He values me and made me just the way I am. There is no one like me. He, he is excited when I am lost and find my way home. He reigns over everything. He yearns for me to let him lead and blesses me when I do. He teaches me to be his savior and shows me what true freedom is. His servant and shows me what true freedom is. He teaches me humility and reminds me it's not about me but him. He is my rock, my number one love, my teacher, my friend. He is with me now, tomorrow, and forever. He is glorious. He is God. He is my everything. Hmm. Hmm. There we go. This was uh, extremely difficult because I like to talk. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got about 30 minutes worth of material here, so I'm going to close the book. And I, I, I got some really neat verses that mean a lot to me, like, Hebrews 12, 2, the author and finisher, of, perfecter of my faith. And, mm. But to me, um, I think Jesus, uh, thanks to godly parents and putting us in the right Bible churches as kids and making sure we got out to meetings and uh, really great Bible studies, uh, Jesus is a matchmaker to me. Mm. The person of Jesus Christ gave me my wife. Mm. Mm. She's the best. Mm. She's just the best. Amen. Yeah. Whew. Okay, come on. I'm walking up front. This is your last chance. There we go, good. I don't like to talk, so this is not easy. But uh, this week, stories that I've heard all of my life came alive in a very new way. Mm. I have uh, approached my faith trying to figure out what I could contribute, uh, thinking I had to do something, no one differently, but still acting as though I had to, to do something. And uh, this week, as I've listened to the stories and I have engaged with them in a new way. Uh, I see a Jesus who 
it, it's never about what we bring. It's always about his character and his mercy. And uh, so as I think about my identity, it really has very little to do with me, but it has everything to do with who he is. Um, yep. So, you know, I see a, a, a God in the form of Jesus who uh, is engaged with us, who loves us, who is compassionate, but who commands authority. Uh, I see him in a way that's new that, that I can stand in awe now. And um, the ratio is different going home. Now he's big and I'm small. That's mm. very different for me. So. Mm. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, every time we do this, the first thing I tell everybody is don't forget what just happened. Yeah, don't forget what just happened. Okay. Yeah, I'm just still thinking about some of the things that were said. <clears throat> Got lots of song ideas. Thank you. Reconcile representative. That's, you're going to hear that one again. Too.